Life is happening, and then there's a mental interpretation to me. The mental interpretation to me was not ever at all ever affixed to life is happening. It has to constantly be constantly being applied to it. Yeah, it never actually sticks, but it applies it so much it looks like it's the whole the truthful sentence is life is happening to me. But to, to me, it's just dangling there. It has no way of attaching to life is happening. It's like a glue that never actually bonds, but it can seem to bond because it's being applied so much, so quick. Yeah, it's like watching a helicopter thing. thing. It, suddenly it's going so fast, it looks like a solid thing. That's what selfing is. Selfing is trying to be the bridge from this event, this unattached situation to another unattached situation we'll call later. And then we're the bridge to make sense of it all. Yeah? So the idea of I was there and I'm now in this next moment, that's the bridge to make a whole story. Because doesn't it seem like when you leave this event, it's like it never fucking happened, doesn't it? I mean, do you have like, you may have lingering thoughts about yesterday, but I don't see any sign of Saturday here at all. I don't. It hasn't leaked into the hermetically sealed Sunday. It hasn't. And nor will Sunday leak into Monday. The only thing that will carry anything from Saturday into Sunday is moi, us. Yeah? So the freedom isn't that everything's going to be great. It may not be. But you'll be all fucking okay. Yeah? Because, not because you've gotten better, you've just lost interest in selfing. Because it's not about you. So now life is happening. Yeah? Where does this come from? Where does this search for knowledge of life? From the head. Did you, were you searching for knowledge when you were two years old? Were you, was, I, was I sitting, going into my mother's room and getting her meditation books out? You know? Was I signing up for a retreat at three years old? Was I, was I, when I was, if everyone, you know, you know, you can agree or disagree, but can you do it silently? And then we'll have questions later. That's just the rip though, yeah? When I was two or three years old, was I, when I was playing, was I worrying, will I be playing next week? Really, did you see me with a real sense of concern in like the sand pit, you know? Or would I, was I going home and saying, Ma, can you come into my room? I want to go over my playing day with you. How do you think I... I thought Wayne was doing a lot better playing than I was. None of this was going on. I wasn't trying to get into the moment because the insane idea I could have been out of the moment hadn't been hatched yet by the mental state. Yeah? I was here, completely here, because I hadn't entertained I could be anywhere else. The only way we feel like we're not here is because we believe a fucking crazy thought that we're not here. And then as soon as it places us into not here, it may make the here it wants to get to seem really valuable, so you'll buy tons of books on how to get into the moment. (laughs) When in fact, you can't be out of a moment. I'm going to say it again. Factually, you have never been out of any moment you've been in. 
And when you, if you took a picture of somebody, it, it is, and you get a guy who can study pictures, he's not going to go, oh, they were more in a moment just then, and then, oh, they became less in a moment, and then, oh, look, they're really more in a the moment then. None of that. I wasn't going, I, I wasn't walking around my, month, my house thinking my room was too small, or my mother was ugly, or I should have gap clothes. None of that was going on. Yeah? Therefore, I had no need to start seeking or searching for things because basically all those things that had become like far off, far off philosophical ideas were ever present in my inherent nature. I was being, yes? The wasing and willing hadn't started to become so dominant yet. Now, my mental state, the brain hadn't developed enough to make this little fucking magical mystery tour of yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah? And then to have all your interest and attention just get swayed and led by thought into yesterday and tomorrow. Because that's where you as a body appear. The self, the sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, that sense has to be remembered. It cannot generate its own light. It has to have what is light remember itself. And the only way it can remember something that's not here can only be remembered that it was once here and that it will be here. Yeah? This is the trick. The mental state constantly dwells on yesterday and tomorrow. And sometimes for many of us, we're wondering why can't we just be here without this fucking narration of 20 years spanning this way and that way? Because the thought system's whole center is self-centeredness. The thought system is supporting and reinforcing its story that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, and it can only do that through time. You have to be remembered as a body to seemingly be a body now. For you, you that which you are, let's say spirit or awareness, for that to, to, to fall for the idea that it's a body, yeah, is like an incredible trick. It couldn't be d done in eternity, but it can seemingly but be done in time. Yeah? So in time, you can forget that you're inherently awake. Yeah? And the joy is that you can also be awake to being awake. Either you're asleep to being awake, though being awake is a fact. We're all in, all are, we are all inherently awake right now. But some of us may be awake to that, some of us may not be awake to that, but we're all awake. Don't, don't mistake it. You're never going to become awake. You are awake. Yeah? You may now finally lose interest in what makes you seem like you're not awake, and when you lose sufficiently enough interest in it, it will be obvious that you've been awake, and when, you, when it becomes obvious that you're awake, it's also obvious you've always been awake, and you've never not been awake. It doesn't like, that's not like the first revelation and then these things come later. As soon as you become awake to being awake, it's always been that way. None of this has ever thwarted any fucking aspect of being awake. It has to have your belief in it to make it seem to be so. And that's what the mental state does. We have a lot of faith in thoughts. 
as an activity. If you're flipping out right now, here, now, it's not about what's happening now, it's about what happened last week, and you don't even know what happened, you're just fucking having a memory. Or, you, you know, about something that's going to happen next week, which will probably never happen. But most of us get dominated by what's not happening, and in that condition, we seem to be asleep to being awake. Yeah? Because our attention and interest isn't here to sense what's going on, which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, total generating onness with no thought or effort. Yeah? That's our nature. But in the mental state, your nature is a body. Your nature is mental. Your, na- your nature is of thoughts and words and ideas. So the best most of us do, we want to be awake, we, we are hoping we will be awake, and some poor souls think they were once awake and lost it, and then they think, of course, the only way they can explain losing awakeness is they must have done something fucking wrong to lose the awakeness, which on spiritual terminology, terminology that's like purgatory. You know, you're like in a limbo. How did I fuck up and lose that awakeness? No one lost any awakeness. You are either seemingly awake to it or you're not. The seemingly unawake to it is a lot of work. The mental state has to develop a big story, constantly blare it in your fucking head like with a megaphone. And if you just lose interest in a second, the, the inherent awakeness will leak into the whole story all day. All day, it's like the, the Dutch boy, trying to, the mental state trying to fucking damn the sense of beingness from, from spilling into its little story where it's growing its little mental tulips, you know? But it's constantly leaking. The moment becomes so fucking obvious yeah, that what is so is what is so that it's very, after a while, it's very, very difficult to miss it. Yeah, I swear to God, it's the most obvious thing in the world. It's like the, it's like the, it's that which is prior to your first step. You know, like when I come and sit down, it's already there. Yes, I don't, I don't sit here. It's not like I got a little antenna you don't see, and I have a little motor. I'm looking for the mothership. You know, trying to get a download. It's, you're in it. You're like the fish that thinks it's dry. You're soaked. You're totally on right now. And if, if you tell me that your seeing is produced, is produced by effort or thought, you're a liar, because it isn't. The seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting and touching, that awareness is not huffing and a puffing to be aware, because that's its nature. It's not like doing a workout. Yeah? It is. And has it ever demonstrated effort and thought? Do you really, do we get up, do we join seeing gyms? You know, do we get together and let's say we get spiritual pictures or crosses and we practice seeing, trying to get HD, you know, seeing, seeing, or hearing, hearing? No. If there's a sound, your hear, ear's going to hear it. You have no fucking say in the matter. If your eyes are open, I swear, if you took a vow never to see a bird, and if your eyes are open and a bird came in here, you'd see the bird. Your whole vow, because the vow is based on that you have power that you have no power over. You're not prior to conscious contact. What you and I are taking ourselves to be is an afterthought. 
It's something that's been produced after the conscious contact that presupposes that it was before the conscious contact. And therefore now suddenly you believe you're conscious and when you believe you're the one that's conscious then you think you should be more conscious. And you also think I can fuck up and become less conscious. Just what the confusing parts about thoughts is when you're the perceiving aspect of it as the thinker you can't believe the thoughts you're having. It doesn't fit into your sense of being you. I should have some fucking say if these are my thoughts, but they're not your thoughts. The feeling of being the one who has the thoughts is a thought. There is no feeler, there is no thinker, there is no seer, there is no hearer, there is no taster. There's tasting, seeing, hearing, feeling, thinking. There's no one there, no one as this, that's generating any of that. Yeah. What we are is the seeing. Yeah. What we are is the awareness that brings life to what we call life. Without awareness of life, there is no life. And we are the awareness. And that's where rest is. I mean, rest better than 50 Thai massages. You cannot believe the rock that you think is you that gets put down. It's like this. You know how everyone, you can recognize you're wearing clothes, but there's one set of clothing called selfing that we call our skin. Yes? Therefore, it's never checked out. The possibility of taking it off is never entertained because you keep th calling yourself that. Yeah? You never even investigated. You haven't put your hands in the pockets. You haven't seen, hey, I can take this off. Yeah? It's like I have a, used to tell a story which I like, uh, which is a snake. You know, every year a snake molts its skin. You know, it doesn't do it. It sounds, see, our language is great, you know. I remember I did a talk in New York. I hadn't been there in about a year. And when the, some people saw me, they go, Paul, you're growing your hair. And they go, well, there's a phone call. You're growing your hair. So I said, yeah, yeah, I'm growing my hair. I'm doing really good, you know. And the guy was balding. <laughs> the guy was balding, so I said, you're not doing well. <laughs> Maybe you should look in joining a group that grows their hair together. Because I found it really helps. If I sit with other people growing their hair, my hair seems to grow more. Yeah? And you can go on and on and on about you growing your hair. But it's absurd. All you do is just not cut it. Yeah? You haven't done a damn thing. But if you listen to language coming out of your head, it assumes you have tons of shit to do with shit you have nothing to do with. You're constantly saying this and that as if you're the fucking creator, you know, the proprietor. You're like a vagabond. You're a follower. You're an add-on. You never preceded anything. You are not what's seeing. You're not what's hearing. You're not what's feeling. That's a thought. And the thought is captured beautifully by a man named Ramana Maharshi, and he says, and this is the whole, the whole movement, all of selfing is basically rooted in this one movement, which is, the, it's either reinforcing it, implying it, assinuating it, you know, it's, and this is it. The presupposing of a non-existent thing, yeah, which I would say is this, yes, this 
is only existing because something's moving through it, yes? Have you ever seen someone you know when they're dead? And if you look at the body, you may get a strong hit that that wasn't Steve, because you were mistaking the spirit as the body. You thought Steve was the body, but now when that's when Steve, or whatever you want to call it, has left, you get that that wasn't Steve, yes? This is the whole thing. Something is moving through, let's say, but the, it's like a camera. Well, let's go to the snake thing. So here's an event. Every year, there's the molting of the skin of the snake, yes? So, all right, we're going to look at it from two points of view. So from the skin's point of view, and the skin, from the skin's point of view, its whole story is that it's the snake. The skin is assuming that it's the snake. Yeah? So when it starts feeling the molting season coming on, it knows its whole story is, 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 is now going to be exposed. So it's starting to tell the snake in the little brain snake, hey, get a lot of moisturizer. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't go out in the noonday sun. Stay away from that rock. Don't go, you know, go tear it. Yeah? So it's like, it's constantly talking as you, as the snake, but about the skin. Because its identification is that it's the whole snake. From the snake's point of view, it's like hallelujah. Yeah? This old, tired-looking skin that's not, not attracting any other female snakes. You'll tr- you know, when the new skin comes, you'll look pretty fucking good. You'll, you'll travel lighter over the rocks and stuff like that. So, from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. From the skins, it's Armageddon. That's the possibility. If you're identified as the self, that's like the skin. If you see you're not the skin, then it's hallelujah. So when you feel like you're dying and that you isn't you, that's like the resurrection. That's the rebirth. As St. Francis says, when you die to the self, you're reborn. Yeah? It doesn't say when you die as a self, because you will never die as a self. You die to it. Yeah? Just like in recovery we say, free us the freedom from the bondage of self. It doesn't say bondage to self. Because that would mean self is a thing to be bound to, and it's not. Self is an activity. It's the bondage of, and the bondage of self is an activity. And that's the thought system. And if your faith lies in that, your life will be interpreted from that point of view. Time will be more important than now. That faith that we are representing right now will be put into the thought system and it will produce anxiety. Tons of anxiety grown in imaginary fields called yesterday and tomorrow. And you'll smoke every last bit of it. That same faith is put towards trusting something infinite. It'll produce an ease and comfort right now. So in one, one take... That faith will either enslave you or enrich you. You're the spigot. You're the director. Yes? That which is the undifferentiated light comes through here and differentiates. It can go heavy, it can go light. Yeah? And you're not going to get those two back to the one. You see that there's, it's always been undifferentiated light. It's the same undifferentiated light when seen in differentiation. It hasn't lost its undifferentiation. It's appearing in a different way. Yes? You're the projector, not the director. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's where the peace lies. <laughs> You're led instead of bleeding. You're directed instead of directing. That's how it works. That's the peace of mind. <laughs> I've been doing this three days in a row now. <laughs> Sorry to lose it. <laughs> I, I think I lost it already. Starting to lose it even more. Soon. So let me go over this. I'll read it. It sounds better when I'm reading it from a great dead master. Dead master. This presupposing, now, the supposing that happens, yes, it's an activity happening now, but it's called presupposing because it presupposes you were there before. You see, it's very tricky. So the mental state happens after conscious, conscious, conscious contact, right? But when it comes up, it presupposes that it was before the conscious contact, and that's how you have the feeling as if you're doing consciousness, that's how the feeling, this imaginary false sense of being the seer, the feeler, the taster, and toucher is produced. The mental state is presupposing that you're the non-existent thing and then wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing. Yeah. So it goes like this. It says, what's going to happen is when your practices themselves become a means of giving life to the non-existent thing, How can they destroy it? So the practices, in one sense, are trying to say they're going to take you out of self, but in a weird way, they may be reaffirming, reaffirming the lie that you're in self. This is the trick, yes? And it's, you can't get out of this, because you've never been in it. But as soon as the non-existent... See, as soon as this presupposing happens... That's what I call selfing. Everything else the mental state is doing is reinforcing, reinsinuating, reimplying this little idea that you're a non-existent thing that wants to get a pizza for itself, a salvation for itself, or enlightenment for itself, and that when you, all your practices that you're doing to reach that goal are actually probably being used to reaffirm the lie that you're a non-existent thing. So even the things that promise escape probably will not lead to escape. Because the thing is, you cannot escape from an imaginary place. You cannot escape from an imaginary place. So, if the fact of being a non-existent thing isn't seen to be a fact, that's the freedom from the bondage of self. Because the bondage has no glue now. So it can never even appear to be so. Yeah. Because you're the glue. You're the glue that makes something that's impossible seem to be possible. You're the glue. When the glue is retracted, it doesn't matter how many times the self-eating is applied, there will be no sense of bonding. Yes. It won't stick. You'll be free from the bondage of self. Because it's an activity. You're the begetter of the activity, or you're the abstainer of the activity. Simple as that. And it's not a choice, it just is. Yeah. You are something before the little spigot separates and just goes into two little tributaries. Yeah. You are that. When you see that, you realize you never went into two tributaries. There's no need to get a boat to the spiritual location, because there's no location. Where you are is what you're looking for. 
How long does it take to get to where you are? No time. When's it going to be available? All the time. What requirements are necessary for that to be so? The ones you make up. If you don't believe the requirements, there's no requirements. If you believe the requirements, there'll be requirements. They will. If you really feel like you need to do something, you better do it. If you really feel like you need to meditate, you better fucking meditate. If you don't, then you don't need to meditate. Because you're being meditated all day. You're, you're being meditated all day. <laughs> you're being meditated all day. That awareness hasn't blinked once. That awareness doesn't need to practice mindfulness. That's what it is. It's inherently so. That's it. Now you can mistake that first step of the mental state informing you that you're a thing, and then from there on, living a life as a thing to, to the point where it gets so unbearable, then you want to get relief, not from the, the non-existent thing, but for it, or as it, or by it, which will prolong the little journey, or you can just see, have you ever even stepped into that first step? Because how could that first step happen? You're seeing it. You're seeing the presupposing of a non-existent thing. Not after it, because after it you're looking from it. You're seeing it. You precede the first suggestion of the mental state. You are there before the first suggestion of the mental state that you're a non-existent thing, that you're a body, that you're the doer, that you're the haver. You have always been prior. From here, it's seen. From here, you're looking from it. From here, when you're looking from it, does it exile or negate the seeing of it? No. It's always available at all times, but you're seemingly not awake to that. Seemingly, which means it appears to be true or false to you. If you feel like you're in bondage, it's because bondage, the activity, this idea of being bound, is appearing to be true to you. The freedom from bondage is when it doesn't appear to be true to you. <laughs> it's that simple. All, all roads lead back to here. Yeah. So how is it that we seemingly get this place? Like the Course in Miracles says, hey, you and I are the dreamer of this dream. I like to use the word dreaming. I don't like nouns. Because in a sense, there are no nouns. Everything is verbing. Yeah? There's no nouns. Nouns are... The, the, noun, the skyscrapers of nouns are only in the mental landscape. There are no nouns. It's just verbing. Yeah? So you and I are the dreaming of this dream. And if you don't have a sense that this is a dream, look at your subjective experience. Yeah. Here we are at one event, but no one's going to be hit by this event. They're going to have an experience from their view of the event. Yeah? We're the dreaming of this dream. Okay. So you and I are the dreaming of this dream. We forget that we're dreaming. Now that's a fucking unbelievable event. How could dreaming forget that it's dreaming? Well, it can't actually, but it can seem to forget. Yeah? How does that get produced? Well, this is how I saw it. By being identified as the dreamt, you forget you're the dreaming. And in that state, 
You give all the shit that you gave meaning to now gives a meaning to you. So you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. And in that condition, everything we've dreamt now can affect us. Doesn't it sound like your day? It's like the thing with the tiger. You're in a little room, and there's a real fucking tiger, and you're a real, real person, and of course that's going to provoke a little anxiety, yeah? because you know a little bit about the nature of tiger. And you can read 20 books about how to cohabit a small space with a tiger, but it's not going to really allay that anxiety, because the thing can rip your throat off. Yeah? So, and then you can start doing affirmations. It is not a real tiger. It is not a real tiger. And, you know, you're hoping it works, but, you know, fuck, it's not really working, you know? And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh. But what would happen if you saw that you weren't real? The power of the tiger's effects on you would diminish immediately. As soon as you saw you were dreamt, you would see that's dreamt. Yes? then all the power that we had given it to it by thinking it was real and that power had the ability to affect us in that condition would be muted and nulled and voided, yes? How long would it take? No time. What effort would take? None. When is, this po- when is it possible now? Is there any requirements? Only the ones you believe. If I believed I needed to meditate, I'd be meditating before the talks. I do. I don't have a get ready room. I don't have a get set room. I don't get, you know, I don't prepare for four fucking hours. Because it's always available at all freaking time. I mean, what's the point? What's the point of whistling for something that's already here? What's the point of beseeching that which is already here? It's just being it is the greatest prayer. Not knowing it. Knowing it is a booby prize. Knowing it is like an understanding and then, and then being it is like vision. Yeah? Understanding is like a view, and then there's the vision of being. That's reliable. That's, there you can rest your head. Yeah? Understandings will come and go. They won't be there when you most need them, but the seeing's always available at all times, right where you are. You are what you're looking for. The seeker is the sort. As St. Francis says, what's looking is what you are looking for. It doesn't say what's looking is what you're looking for and then five pages of requirements that you have to fulfill to become what you're looking for because you're not going to become what you're looking for. What you're looking for is what's looking. There's no becoming involved in it. There's no wasing or willing involved in it. What's looking is what you're looking for right now. You don't have to go any farther than right now. You don't have to look ahead or behind, just what is. So what happens? How does the mental state seemingly pull off the heist? Well, its first movement, if you want to know its little... It's good to know the exact nature of the seeming wrong, because then you'll be able to recognize the thief that you're calling me (laughs) all fucking day, because it's produced... So the selfing, this activity, its first and big movement is the claim, yes? So it doesn't have a life, so it claims the one that you offer. So how does it claim, and how does it keep its claim alive, yeah? Through the my. So thoughts are not seen as thoughts, they're seen as my thoughts. Feelings are not seen as feelings, they're seen as my feelings. Actions are not seen as actions, they're seen as my actions, yeah? 
Problems are not seen as problems, they're seen as my problems. Time is not seen as time, it's seen as my time. Money is not seen as money, it's seen as my money. Yeah? The my is the act of claiming that changes whatever comes after it. So money and my money are totally different. Yeah? Health and my health is totally different. Sex and my sex is totally different. Problem, my problem, makes everything totally different. You don't change any of the word, problem, sex, health, but the my changes its meaning completely. That's the weight. You bring the weight into this life, and you also bring the light into this life. You're the harbinger. You're not a fucking afterthought. You're the bringer of what you're looking for here. So what happens when you see thoughts instead of my thoughts? They come and go like a bird flying by a window. Instead of finding a fucking orbit around your little planet Paul and just going over, bringing more just like it to the point where it's like you're, you've got a, someone's wrapping saran wrap around your head. Yeah? You can still say you're seeing after about five wraps, but it's pretty fucking dim, you know? You can't really figure out, what's that thing in front of me? So you're just living on speculation, basically, or memory. And so maybe eight or ten saran wraps, you can still say legally you're seeing, but you're really fucking not really seeing, yes? And we're walking around with this shit. I, I, mean, I talk to a lot of people. Sometimes I'm sitting in their car, and they're talking to me about clear, clear clarity, and I say, well, why don't you start with your windshield? You know? It's fucking dirty all day. They're, they're, they've become used to this fucking dull little view. There you go. That's what it's like. Really, they're talking about clarity, and you can't even see through the windshield. What fucking insane thing? Just, oh, can, I turn it on, you know, do the wash. Oh, there you go, that's it. That's how easy it is, simply. There's no building up of clarity. Clarity is already available at all times, yeah? You're a carrier, you're a transmitter, you're a receiver. In this case, you can transmit this or that. It's all thus, but you can transmit this or that. Yeah? It's nice to be tuned into the one station because you'll travel lighter with it. The old station is like old country fucking western songs. You're going to lose the car, the wife, the dog, and shit like that. Yeah. The other one is, hey, fucking, wasn't my dog to be with? <laughs> Whose wife was it? <laughs> it's just traveling lighter. And light begets light. Light begets light. You start entertaining possibilities. See, the mental state will diminish the possibilities you can entertain. Even the possibility of being okay gets hidden into, I will be okay, and I was once okay. Yeah? It hides it by dispersing it. So the inherent okayness now becomes a wish for something in the future and a memory of something that we once had in the past. It fucking totally bastardizes it. It changes everything. You can't get rid of it, but it makes it almost impossible to recognize. Yeah? And it will actually use the wanting to be okay to make you unokay every fucking day. You see it? It's our faith in the thought system that is the light of the production. 
The movie isn't good, it's the audience that makes it good. We're believing it's about us, and we're totally cherishing that fucking story. If, you, if I had a marquee out here, and it was like, life's Paul's life, yeah? I bet you it'd be 50 Pauls would come, because they're hoping it's about them, and maybe a couple of girlfriends of, ex-Paul, of Paul's who would want to be right about how, what an asshole Paul was. <laughs> they come into the movie, and everyone's excited. There's a big buzz. You go, oh, fuck, it's going to be me. And we sit down, and the movie starts, and very quickly, 49 of the Pauls realize it's not about them. Suddenly, you know, the juju bees suck. You know, these raisinets are stale. Things they weren't noticing when it was all about them. They're, oh, I love this popcorn. Now, fuck, there's no butter on it. They're like wanting to get out like me. But I'm sitting there going, the phone's gonna ring. Is it my fairy princess? Is it my big job? Everything's so fucking important because it's about me. It's about me. It's not that it's that fucking interesting. It's interesting only to what one person is in the porno theater. You. Yeah. See it. See it. If you start seeing it, instead of looking from it, one, at least one time, it's going to register, the emphasis will be on the seeing. And then you'll, see, you'll have a sense of living from your original face. Yeah? You'll realize you're not a thing. You don't stop here behind this cheekbone. The kingdom of heaven, you know when I used to read this statement in the, in the Gospels, the kingdom of heaven is within you, I figured, man, there's very little parking in the kingdom of heaven. because I have a very thin body. No, the kingdom of heaven is within you, meaning you, the contextual you. What you are is not a thing. This is appearing in what we are. What we are isn't moving through this. This is an appearance in what we are. So this idea of just see the mind. Yeah, I remember I was in AA and I went the first few months in recovery. AA is recovery from alcohol and uh, drugs, let's say. But the reason why I was doing alcohol and drugs was to try to get out of self, basically. And the problem is you can't transcend an imaginary place. That's the dilemma. You can't shoot yourself out of self because you were never in self. Hmm. I wish I would have known that years before, but what the hell? It happened. What was, where was I? I just lost it there. No one's following me, are you? Oh, first came in AA. So I came in AA and I had a very strong sense of terminal uniqueness, yes? Very thick shell. And I was sitting there. And, you know, I felt no one could understand me. It was very unusual, very special, very unique. No one thought like I did. No one felt like I did. No one did the heinous things I did. And if you've ever gone to meetings, what people talk about are their thoughts, their feelings, and their reactions to life. And after a few months, I could only come to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts, or they're not my thoughts? Because they sounded very similar to the ones that were going on in my head. And their reactions to life sounded very similar to my reactions to life. And the feelings they were having that were causing them great discomfort sounded like my feelings. And then I realized, how could they be mine? Which sort of implies like a single proprietoriness, my, that all these people have them. That was an incredible (coughs) quantum leap. And then the thought system, that fucking horizontal download that was like saran wrap, moved out. And I could start seeing it instead of looking from it, yes? And as soon as that started to happen, more got revealed. Yeah, more got revealed. 
things I heard from people and went in and I started entertaining and it broke to a point where I finally really clearly saw that selfing was a foreign installment, like a parasitical movement. And when that dawned on me, the first thing that before was not available, the first thing that immediately became available is I can be free from it. As soon as I saw it as foreign, a possibility that was not available to me in the identification was revealed immediately. I can be free from it, where before I had been trying to be free as it. And the freedom is from bondage, not as the, not as the self, not through the self, not by the self, not for the self, but from the self. And it's not even from the self, it's from the selfing. You lose interest in the selfing because it's not about you anymore. Yes? So the whole thing, all that the selfing can do is imply, assume, it cannot make a self. You seemingly make the self by believing in it. Once that's removed, now you see through. Before it was like opaque, a real solid situation. Now it's transparent, it's translucent. You see right through it. And the seeing is eternal. The seeing has never landed on a fucking thing. It's just seeing. Seeing infinitely... (laughs) Let that little of that come into this horizontal life. Let that vertical download of immediacy come into the linear story. Because what you're looking for, like Jesus says, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. What we're looking for is not in this world, it's what we're of. Yeah? It's not found in here, it's, it's brought to in here from ofness. We're that ofness that will bring that relief in. And then rest. Does he feel this? What does this, co- what does this call you to do? Nothing. It's just incessantly on, always available. It has never blinked. You have never done anything that left any fucking blemish on it. Nothing that's ever happened in the sky has ever ripped the fucking sky open. Our mind is like that, the big M mind. None of our little shenanigans have last any, left any lasting impressions. You're, you're forgiven before anything ever fucking happened. You get finally off the biggest hook of all, which is your own. You can come down off the fucking cross because you realize you never were up on the cross. (laughs) You get a break, finally. This, when you take this to be you, it's going to be like an urban renewal project for fucking ever. There's always going to be fault found, work to be done, improvements necessary. But what happens if you realize you're not this? The construction is closed. No No more budgets going that way. Yeah? And the body is the most happiest fucking thing because that giant mental hen has left it. You know, it's been sitting on it saying, you're all there is. You're the fucking center of this universe. That's way too much for the fucking body. It's like putting four tons in a half-ton pickup. The fucking body cannot take being the center of the universe. Yeah? It fucking burns out its fucking circuitry. It cannot be the perfect, handsome-looking character with a very slender frame. I'm sorry. You're not going to do it. Yes? <laughs> I mean, it's off. You finally let off the hook. You become like a free-range alcoholic. You know, you're, now you're fucking chilled. Yeah. <laughs>
telling you, I wish I could give it to you. I really would. But you know what? You'd miss it because it would look like nothing. I swear. Because you have it already and you're not seeing it. No one needs to give it to any of us. It's just sitting there, but it's nothing. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's your already complete inherent condition with nothing added or subtracted. It's the last thing the fish will recognize is that it's in the water. There's an old thing I used to use with the wave in the ocean because it's a nice depiction. The sense of selfing is a sense that the wave becomes a real solid, non-existent thing. And from the wave's point of view, then it's important what beach it breaks on. I'd rather, you know, the North Shore of Hawaii, I like to break on there with, you know, Laird Hamilton riding me, you know, being fucking, I'll be on all the surf videos. You know, you don't want to break in fucking Mendocino Bay or something. Or like this, and you know, you're, oh, I crested a lot lower than him, and all this self centeredness And then the wave may get to a point where it wants relief, so it starts studying about the ocean. It heard the ocean is great and infinite and huge and tons of depthness. So now it's looking to experience the ocean, but as a wave. So now it studies books about the ocean, and it, it has these, it tries to remember when it was younger, when it felt more like the ocean, and, it's, and it joins other waves, and they start studying, and now they're trying to be like the ocean, and oceaning, 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 oceaning. But the thing is, because of the identification as the wave, it prevents the ocean, through the identification, to entertain itself as what it's looking for. Yeah? It has to become an object to the wave as the subject. But what happens when the wave realizes it's not a wave? How long does it take to become the ocean? I rest my case. (laughs) Aren't you of, isn't the baseline of your life awareness? Isn't everything that's happened and thought about and felt brought to you by being conscious? today? Do you believe that consciousness is being produced by the body? Or that it seems like it's a giant field that doesn't have any lines of delineation? It's not 6-2, it's not this, it's not absent in all this space. It's always available at all times. And there's 13 billion people on the planet and 13 billion are conscious. There could be 800 zillion people and there'd be 800 zillion people conscious. There's no quantity of awareness. It's not going to run out. It doesn't ebb and flow. It doesn't decrease. It doesn't evaporate. Yeah? If you took all... If you weighed the earth right now, let's say it, well, let's say you weigh the space that we all seem to be in, and we all die, the space would be the exact same weight. We're an appearance in it. We're not solid. We're not taking up space. Do you believe that all this is space except where we are? That we're the solid thing? Look at it. Look at this. Here. Here's this chair. So there's the thing. So I'm going to move the chair. But I'm afraid that if you ever saw the void, it would totally flip you out. So I've got some space-shaped space, chest, space, you know, shaped space right there. And I'm going to do it so fast, you'll never see the void. So I'm going to move this chair. Right. Now, the only way you can know the chair is by remembering it, because you're not seeing it anymore. 
And the only effects you would ever find in the chair are on other things that are appearing. Maybe the floor, or it may have rubbed up against the wall, yeah? But do you see any, any semblance of the chair right now in that space? Yes? So, what's the difference between this and this? Do when I leave, when... I'm more, it's like with a wall. Do you think that there's a wall there? And that there isn't any space in the wall? That means if you tore the wall down, wall down, there'd just be a big fucking gap of nothingness? <laughs> the wall is appearing in space, yeah? If you knock down the wall, you didn't knock down the space. This is an appearance in space. The space isn't perturbed if I go or not. If you take me out, the space isn't lighter. Or if you add more people in, it's not heavier. We're nothing. Yet that's what we are. We're the context, we're the space that's allowing all this to occur. And we're just seemingly a localized part of the aspect of space coming through here to see itself. Yeah. But do you think we start and stop here? You know what I mean? Do you really think, uh, I only have about four cubic inches of space in there. Space is flowing through fucking everything. That's why we can't find it. Because we're looking for it. It's being it. Is the key. Not knowing it. Not studying it. Not praying to it. Being it. Like great master, I believe, Ramana Maharshi says, to know God is to be God. It's not to be a knower of God, it's to be God. This is a different form of knowledge. This knowledge is about what you're not. And by finding out what you're not, that's the being of what you are. It's not about studying what you are because you can't. You can study what you're not. But what you are cannot be studied. It cannot be learned. It cannot be investigated. What you're not can be learned, can be studied and investigated. So by doing that, what happens is, you realize, what? All that stuff that you find out distills into one simple statement. I'm not that. And it's the seeing of what you're not is what I am. The seeing of what I'm not as an event here is what I am. That's the closest you'll ever get to it is being it. You're not going to have the pleasure of knowing it. You're not going to have an experience of it. You're not going to claim it. You're not going to increase it. You're not going to decrease it. You're being it. Get used to it. <laughs> See you, gals. Yes, you're welcome. I'm going to end on these lovely two notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, any questions? Can I ask one before I leave? Sure. Oops. How does the awareness, if you, if you know that you're aware and it's a thought and all that stuff, Thank you.
Why is there such a resistance to being if you're aware that you are being? Because you're seemingly not aware of it. But if you're not, if you can see the opposite, if you know that you're not. Knowing you're not isn't enough. Knowing you're not isn't enough. It's being what you are. Knowing you're not as what you're not doesn't work. That's an introductory, yes? So you start knowing what you're not as what you're not, yes? But that which is knowing what you're not as what you're not gets questioned also sooner or later. And it will lead to the point where, yes, you're now seeing things from what you are instead of seeing things from what you're not. What you're not will appear to be in front of what you're not. It will see itself as an objectification, yes? But it will still be claiming to be the one that's seeing it. You're not that, yes? You'll hit a point where that will end, or your mind will get it, that it may never end, and that's what you are. It's silent, it's always available, it's not proclaiming anything, it's not even uttering a word in the language center. They're just a prior knowledge before knowing any fucking thing else. And we all are embedded with it. It's available. Yeah? Thank you. You're welcome. Yep. Um, when you were talking about Tiger, um, yes. When I get up in the morning, almost before I even when my eyes open, I have the anxiety as if there's a tiger in the world. You know, the anxiety as if you know, there's fight or flee. Yeah. There's no tiger. No. But there's no you having it either. There's an experience. There's I'm in I'm experiencing it. Yes. Or, there's an experience. There's an experience of it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. There's an experience of it. And it sucks. Well, that's an interpretation, yes. Isn't it? There's an experience of it, but then it sucks. Is it not an experience? It's an interpretation. Yeah? But what happens is, when it gets to that point and it sucks, it was preceded by an interpretation that it was you that had the experience. Yeah, just see it. Start seeing it. See what happens. If you don't pledge allegiance to that phony tail that's put on everything, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> you won't get kicked by the donkey. <laughs> as simple as that, really. Yeah? And when you see the donkey's kicks never hit anything, then you won't be so afraid of the tiger. Yeah? you got to see, you're throwing the growl. <laughs> it's like those ventriloquists that can throw their voice. The growl of the tiger, you're throwing it. <laughs> you're the one that's projecting the growl. <laughs> there is no tiger. <laughs> Just entertain. More will be revealed or it won't. It won't matter. All this is going to end. It's this, this whole, like, rodeo is going to be rolled up and gone, you know. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Yes? It is that I had what you were talking about. Um, um, it was the of a, and this happened last time I heard you talk to you, like, I used to feel like I was trapped. And the image that I had when you were talking was of a mind when they pretend they're in a box. 
and they're crouched down, and they're pressing out, and they're pressing up, and they're like locked inside a box, and but there's no box. Yeah. And 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 so during their performance, they're getting upset because they're in this box and they can't get out. They can't find the door. So then when it's over, they just get up and walk away. And that's kind of what the image for me that helps is like I I my mind tells me I'm trapped in a box, but really there is no box. And you know I guess there's no need either. But but that was a helpful um, that was a helpful sort of image for me was. And the thing is, the, the, the recognition there is no ba- box will happen faster. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? In other words, right now here, there's the camera and it's back this far, so it sees all of this. But as it moves back farther, there's more of that scene. Yes? And it's not going to not move back farther. Yeah. It's like here. We're like huge cameras with HD, unbelievable, 360-degree surround view. Yeah? And we were walking around, and we saw this little old Browning camera, small little yellow-tinted lens, and we decided to look through it. And while we looked through it, we took ourselves to be the smaller camera. Now, it hasn't changed the lenses of the big camera, hasn't changed its ability to see HD and surround sound. It's just not the, the big camera, by being identified with a little camera, is seemingly asleep to its own qualities. Yeah? And now it's attempting to live by the qualities that are defined by the small camera. That's sort of what it's like. Yeah? But all of that activity hasn't changed the quality of the bigger camera, one bit. It's just, it loses an awareness of itself by becoming hyper-aware of the small camera it's moving through. So it seems to forget its own qualities by being identified with the brownie. So it may t- and it can go for 80 years looking through that whole thing and tolerating it and trying to live by it and stuff like that. All the while, its own nature has never been changed. It's never become the Browning camera. Never will be the Browning camera. But it has appeared to be seemingly like the Browning camera. All the while being the huge camera. There it is. So by talking to the huge camera, because I'm not talking to the Browning now. <laughs> I'm talking to the huge camera about, about the brownie. Yeah? I'm not talking to the brownie about the huge camera. <laughs> yeah, that's a mistake. I'm talking to the huge camera about the brownie. And I'm going, and I'm throwing tons of shit to it because the brownie, seriously, like you're talking about the spiritual sperm yesterday, just like there's tons of sperm released to try to get to the egg, and most of them don't make it. It's like the death shark shooting them, and fucking they've got to invade, and it's a huge defense, but hopefully one gets through it. All it takes is one to impregnate the thing. Exactly. So we're throwing tons of information, not at you, but over your head. I'm talking a big damn mind about of you. Yeah. And the mental state is here, taking itself as you, Right? And that it believes I'm talking to it about being a mind, but it's not that way. I'm talking to mind about you. Not even you, but you, because there isn't any you. Yes? <laughs> and by getting through all that is needed is one little one little scrap of or sense of this feeling of this energy in this room. And that's more than enough to impregnate that fucking mind with what? The possibility I'm not that. And as soon as it starts seeing it's not that, the next thing that's possible, I can be free from it. 
And the, it's not like this large camera is a fixed small camera, it just backs away. The small camera is now seen in its field of vision, not looked through, it sees it. It sees the mental state, it sees the selfie, it sees it from head to toe. Because it's not of that, it's of this. It's always been this way. When it seems to move away, it thinks it's an event. It's not an event. It's always been the big camera. It was never the ground. Yeah? Never. That's it. So hopefully these, these messages and the space that we, try, we don't try to hold, it happens here. That space will trigger an aha somewhere, not in your little mental state, because that will be dismissed as soon as you think about it. But in mind, because the mind can echo for a long time the tiniest, lowest note. It can just, all it needs is to hear one half of a note and it knows the whole fucking song. The mind will just go, wow, And then, then, the knowing will be seen as auxiliary. There'll be a sense of seeing, yeah? And you'll be being what you once, you once wanted to become. You'll be being it. And therefore, all the, all the plans to become or unbecome become totally, totally uninteresting because you are now being what you were looking for. I rest my case. Boom. Oh. <laughs> 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 what, what I have done? I saw, you, I saw your face. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> Here's the deal. Yes. That's right. Okay, we got the big camera. Hmm? We have the big camera. Is there a. What I'm not. But also, the little camera is still there. Yes. Okay. And it co. They, it's, they seem to be there at the same time. You know, it coexists, right? Like, no. Yeah. No. The little camera is okay. What are you What are you saying? You're timeless. The little yeah. camera is is appearing in time. That takes time but to occur. It appears in the timeless. It seems that's what I'm trying to say. It seems that it appears in the time. Yes, it does. It appears, but it oh. isn't in the timeless. It appears in the timeless. It appears in the timeless. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's the deal. Yeah, I'm just wondering, because it appears there, and a lot of stuff appears there. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's no other place anything can appear but in the timeless. Okay. But for it to appear in the timeless, it has to be appearing in time. It takes time to appear in the timeless. You just get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, my... Can you say that quote again about that there are activities that we engage in that reinforce the idea of... Selfing, yes. It's not, we're not engaged. It's the, any activity that we're engaged with can be claimed by the selfing to point to the one that's engaged in the activity. That's the bondage of self. I don't know. Oh, the presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing? Or the second one. Oh, yeah, when... Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. When your spiritual practices, that one? Yes, so this is the little bite, yeah. When your spiritual practices themselves become a means of giving life to the non-existent thing. Now, the practices aren't giving life to the non-existent thing. The mental state is using the practices 
to give life to non-existent thing because let's say it's meditation. But it will use the meditation to reinforce the being the meditator. This is the bondage of self. That's what happens. So I I don't think the 12 steps are a spiritual practice. They're basically dealing with a mental body disease. They're like taking insulin if you're a diabetic, if your body has diabetes. Someone who has, wakes up and their body has diabetes, they better shoot their insulin or they're going to have a fucking problem as a body, yes, as this body. I don't think the 12 steps are spiritual. We are spirit. What they do is, they're steps that will diminish a mental condition so that the spirit can become obvious. Instead of being eclipsed or like covered over by the mental states. That's how I see it. The 12 steps are not spiritual. You are, the spirit is spirit. Yeah? The spirit doesn't need spiritual. The spirit doesn't have to become spiritual. It is spirit. Yeah? The mental state needs to be diminished. Just like Ramana, a great master, said, all, all spiritual practices are basically to, to deny or to weaken ignorance, not to attain realization. Yes? So the 12 steps are about weakening the ignorance. We're ignoring something about our own condition because we're identified with a mental condition. Yeah? And some of us have a severe identification with it where our tendency is to try to get relief from it at all costs, which are the addictions that follow. But the, to me, the primary addiction is the mental state's addiction to being a self. And then I got loaded to get relief from that. Yeah? Yes. Yep. So is there ever fear there? You or Paul? Or yeah, for sure. Yeah, we took a hang gliding thing, and when the guy did one of the, when he turned the engine off, and you start going down, the primal fear arose. Yeah, but that's not my fear. Fear is fine. All that stuff happens here. It's, but is it happening to you, is the thing. That's the add-on. Yeah? And the weight isn't the fear. It's the, the add-on is what provides the weight to everything. See? People are trying not to have any fear, but fear is an effect. Like AA gets it very clearly. It says, why are you in so much fear today? And it, and it then says, isn't it because of self-reliance? So basically, what is reliance on self? What, how, how far could a reliance on self go? And that, to me, how far it can go is identification as a self. That would be the highest form of reliance. And to me, that's the cause of fear. Yeah? People are looking at fear as a cause, and maybe if it was, then maybe you could diminish it. But if it's an effect, you have to get to the cause to diminish the fear. You can't diminish an effect by dealing with the effect. You have to deal with the seeming cause, which is reliance on self. Yes, that's it. You've got to go to the exact nature of situations, or you're not going to get relief. Yeah? If you mistake something, it's like we were, at, we were going to go to a place... Uh, we were in the desert, and um, we wanted to go to Idlewild. Yeah? So we were looking at maps, but one of the persons that was leading the map looking was taking Idlewild to be Temecula. So when it was looking at how to get to Temecula as Idlewild, it looked like it was going to be really long. 
but they were really the shortest ways to get to Idlewild, but her finger was on Temecula. So then everyone kept chirping in, well, let's find a shorter way, but it was all based on Temecula when we all wanted to go to Idlewild. Yeah? So this one little mistake caused all of this other stuff. This is the whole point. The presupposing of non-existent thing is the mother and father of every fucking thing else that, le- that comes after that. Because that position claims everything else that comes after. So thoughts will be yours as the non-existent thing. Actions will be yours as the non-existent thing. You know, feelings will be yours as the non-existent thing. It will claim every fucking thing that comes after it. And it will use it to point to the imaginary you. That's the bondage of self. That's what people want to get relief from. They can't get relief from it long term by feeding it, by responding to it and moving, because moving away from it is giving it a reality it doesn't have. That's what he explained. Your own practices to get relief from it are going to be used to reinforce it. That's what, that's the selfing. The heist, every... It's like the heist takes the handcuffs you want to put on it and beats the fucking shit out of you with it. That's what it does. Yeah. Everything that you think is going to lead you out of it may be actually entrenching you seemingly in it. That was the biggest dilemma. It took that when that fell on me after many years of spiritual, spiritual seeking, it was like a fucking big rug being pulled out from underneath me. Because when I saw that, it 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 just it just it was like a a bell that rang through 12 years of activities. Everything, it just, everything was caught by that one statement. I was trying to get out of self as the self that I thought I was in. <laughs> it's not going to work. It wasn't because I wasn't good enough, I didn't practice hard enough. You're, it's not going to work. Yeah. And the self-centeredness will keep disguising that because you'll, you'll, you'll blame the failures of the system on you. You'll think it's, you didn't do enough. You didn't meditate enough. You didn't practice enough. And you'll keep on keeping on when the point is, all the practices, I'm not saying there's right or wrong with practices. They can be great, but it's nice to know that they may be used by the mental state to, to point to the meditator, to point to the, the you know, the, the kneeling downer, to point to the sacrament receiver, to point to this. So the everything that happens, if the mental state claims it, it will be used to point to the to the idea of being the someone. Now it's nice to see that because it's the seeing of it that weakens the whole fucking delivery system because you're the distribution center. It's your belief and faith that gives it the life it seems to have. When that's abstained from, then there's freedom from the bondage of self because the bondage of self is only an activity that needs your compliance to seem to be so. If that compliance, it doesn't matter how great the production is, because first of all, it ain't great. When the audience says, this movie sucks and walks out, there you go. The distribution is fucking shut down. Maybe it goes right to DVD, and no one's going to buy the fucking story of Paul. It's about interest. Because you think it's about you, you keep fucking stoking the fires of it. Yeah? No one's sitting here going over how Stanley was six years ago, if they're not Stanley. They're not. 
You know what I mean? I'm not sitting here going, I wonder how Stanley Williams, if he wouldn't have done that, how his life would have, it would probably would have been great. But he made that left turn there at Birds Avenue. No, it's fucking going there. But the same thoughts, if it was presented as you, you'd be fucking in rapt attention to it. Yes, my whole life would have been different. It wouldn't be sucking now if I wouldn't have turned. Yes? What's, was it... It doesn't seem intriguing at all if it's Stanley's, but it seems incredibly intriguing if it's about me. What's the... Is the juice coming from the thoughts, or is it the juice coming from the my of the thought? It's the my. Recognize the point of adhesion because you're the glue that's being applied. It's the belief and faith that we generate that are making something that is impossible seem to be so. When you wake up, it's not you. You'll lose interest in all of its, all the shit that it's using to reinforce of it, and you'll see through it. And the seeing through it is what you are. You're the seeing. Your awareness. Woo. Oh, babe, if you don't like the invitation, do something then. Go, you know, there's probably, there are much better well-attended events now that are promising great things if you do something. Go ahead, you know, because that stuff, if it really truly works, it's going to disappoint you, and then maybe you'll be more open to hearing a possibility that has to do with your inherent condition with no need of thought or effort on your fucking part. This game, you can sit on the sidelines. It's better that you don't come in. The game will go a whole lot better with you not in it. As soon as you get into the field, it changes the whole game. Like they say in physics, the biggest influence of any experiment, experiment is the observer of it. This is physics. The observation, the, what's observed, gets distorted by the observation of it. As soon as we turn and look at something, we've made it something. Lesson two, Course in Miracles. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. That's what this perceptual apparatus is doing all fucking day. It's giving meaning to things. And those meanings are being directed either from one position or a non-position. Either from self-centeredness or from what? Trusting something infinite? Who knows? Whatever you want to call it, you can't do it justice. But you'll feel the difference in the modalities. Because there are modalities that you can contact, because you're a transmitter and a receiver, you can pick up frequencies that have no self in the modality of it at all. And that modality is inclusive, it's not win or lose, it's not i got to exploit you to get something, it's win-win, it's got a whole different flow going, and it may be more suitable to your experience than the other one. I like to travel lighter. I don't want to get arrested every week. I don't. I don't want to have to be driven because it's so unbearable to shoot coke up my neck. I don't want... I love to shoot coke up my neck, but I will attract someone in uniform quickly. So it fucking ruins the whole thing. This isn't virtue. This is like pragmatism. Man. This place is overwhelming to me. I can't manage. This place is insane with me in it. <laughs> I want to take me out of it, and then I can travel a lot better here. Yes. And I don't even have to take it out of it, because it's never been in it. Yeah. Yeah, so after, like, hearing this and, and having, like, uh, often experienced traveling lighter in general, uh, you know, like, being more, not manageable, but just... 
Yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, I am, though, still, uh, you know, caught off guard. It's like, well, shit, if I was surrendered, you know, and if there's just big young mind and, and all that stuff, why do I get disturbed at work with the boss? Yes, and, yes. You know, I can't, like, because you have ideas of how it should be from that which you're not. Yeah? That which you're not has an idea how that should be. Yeah? And so it doesn't match its idea of how things should go. Everything goes just the way it goes. Anxiety arises, conflict arises with others, but it just doesn't arise to you. Yeah? You is the most incredibly influencing event here. Is you are the observation that distorts what's ever observed. Yes? The point is, there's a, little, a lot more of you that's necessary here. You got, it would be nice to have it a little more diminished. Yeah? Less of you, the better things go. Yeah? If I was going to write a book, it would be Life Without Paul. It would be fucking one page and it would be empty. <laughs> Yes. Do you, do you see the steps as part of the process of the doing and having? I don't know. Good. I don't either. Because they don't tell us to do anything. No. And isn't that isn't that the, the practice of that uh, a way of being relieved of what we're not? What they tell us to do? Are well, dimin- it will diminish the influence of what you're not. That's the point. I think the steps, yes. Mm-hmm. The problem resides in the head, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a mental condition that precedes the physical craving if you drink, yes? And the mental thing is the real dilemma, yeah? Because mm-hmm. that's what drives you to drink when you know it's a really crazy idea to do it. So when the mental state diminishes, which I believe the way of life of AA is meant to do, yes? Then that which is becomes obvious to us, just like I was saying. There is an inherent awakeness, that's it. And then here, it can seem like you're not awake to it, or you can seem like you're awake to it. Yeah? One to me imprises traveling lighter, one to me imprises uh, the possibility of traveling really heavy. Yeah? Now, there's no choice in the matter, it's available. Yeah? You're a flow, you're a river, you can either lean this way or lean that way. Yes? To me, this, honoring this begets more leaning that way. So I honor the space that I'm in or that I'm appearing in. That's the most appropriate response. I honor it. This is just a seat assignment. I have, no, I have nothing... First of all, I don't get anything out of this. It's not an even an experience. I'm, it's like a void. It's like a fucking black hole in the day. I can explain, oh, I had this smoothie, but I can't ever fucking express what happens here. Never. I've never, not, I have not gotten one thing out of all these fucking talks in one way. And that's the beauty of it. Nothingness is the greatest gift of all. It's what keeps on giving. Yeah? So I come here, I just, this is like the seat assignment. I don't prep or anything. Downloads occur. It seems to be compelled to keep sharing, so it, keep, it keeps happening. It doesn't mean the seat is engraved with my name. It's musical chairs. The music comes up, I move around, and just for a while, it stopped in front of the same seat assignment. So it's been sitting here for a while, and, you know, I don't see, it doesn't seem like it has any finite quantity, so it just keeps on happening. 
Yeah, and I may get discouraged or think or disappointed or get short with people or starting to feel like fucking. What do I have to do? Slap this fucking person in the face? <laughs> but it doesn't. It's just it's like a water fountain. It's just coming out. It doesn't stop water fountaining if it doesn't appear to like someone. It's just everyone can drink from the water fountain. And to me, it's a spiritual subpoena that's being served. Yeah. And then you're going to be called to court. But thank God it's not going to be caught, you know, the court of the mental state. It's going to be the court of light. And in the court of light, all your trespasses, all your transgressions have never happened. Yeah. It's like a mailman. I deliver you a message. I don't want to go in and read the letters with you. I don't. You know, I really don't. I don't, you know, I'm just an inviter. I mean, there's no teacher of non-duality because non-duality is just a negation. Yeah? I'm not a teacher, I'm an inviter. You know, it's not a draft, not a conscription. I don't care if you join or don't join because there's no joining. Yeah? We're not going to have a camp this year. We don't do retreats. We don't do intensives. How intense does it need to be? It's fucking pretty intense already, like, yeah? Why do I want to go on an intensive in this fucking intense place? And why, you know, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, does it take ten days to go over this? Fucking, I'd be bored the first day. I'd give one talk and I'd cancel the rest. And I have faith in mind. I don't believe you've got to go through tons of shit to get this. I don't. But that's not how it happened with me. I heard this message. It was like an unspoken yes. Something new before knowing. And that unspoken yes has continually echoed ever since that day. And it had been echoing at all times. But I hadn't been hearing it. Yeah? Not that I couldn't hear it, I just wasn't hearing it because I was listening to the sirens, you know, songs. I was like fucking Ulysses, going back to that island of self. I lost interest in those songs and I started picking up this and it's just been reverberating. Yeah? And in hindsight, it was the last answer because I haven't looked for anything ever since. All my seeking and searching stopped like fucking, like completely, immediately. I search for my phone and my keys and a good fucking latte, but I'm not searching for any metaphysical culmination. It's insane. You are that which you're looking for. You You are, really. Your mental state will idealize you as some fucking authentic self that's so much greater, but you'll still be framed as a body, a celestial body. And all your celestial compatriots will be beautiful women or men based on what sex you seem to be. That's all fucking a mental story. This is it. Yeah. This is the art of living right now. You can either travel light or you can travel heavy. If you come with us, you know, we repeat this message all day. We have tons of free content on Zen Bitch Lab to support any entertaining that you want to do. Because re- repetition is helpful. That's what the mental state is using all day. It's constantly repeating, you're an idiot or you're a loser or you're this or that. <laughs> We're using the poison as an antidote. We now put tons of content on, tons of videos, always there. They're going to outlast me. I'm going to pass away as his body, but that will be there. And if you're interested, I think it will support 
uh, entertaining this possibility, and that's the best I can do. You know, like we can all hold the space and allow allow that spaciousness to be felt and sensed, so that you get a tangible sense of what you're looking from, instead of running after fucking mythical stories of spirituality when we have no touchstone to judge anything seriously. We don't, you know, because we're dis- seemingly displaced from our own condition. You are what you're looking for. You are. So that's it, eh?